Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion. Team. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Padres Postgame Show on the Padres Radio Network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of today's game with highlights. Plus, we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Bob Melvin. And we'll give you an update on scores from around Major League Baseball. The Padres Postgame Show starts now on the Padres Radio Network. Here's the one and one. Kim sends this one in the air to deep center field. Hill twisting and turning. He's at the wall. He leaps. It's going to go. A leadoff home run for Ha Song Kim. He's homered for a second consecutive day, and the Padres waste no time. Three pitches in. It's one to nothing. Ha Song Kim got the party started as the Padres beat the Washington Nationals in game one of this three-game series, 13-3, 13 runs on 15 hits for San Diego here at Petco Park tonight. Three home runs in this game, one by Ha Song Kim, one by Xander Bogarts, and one the cherry on top by Juan Soto that came in the bottom half of the eighth inning. Padres win their second in a row, improved to 37-39 and with the win. Washington drops to 28-4. and 47 with the defeat. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game show inside the lofts here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. A lot to do. We'll hear from Bob Melvin, but uh, first let's hear from Ha-Sung Kim. I caught up with Ha-Sung Kim, who had a leadoff home run, a two-run single later in the game. I caught up with Ha-Sung and translator Leo Bay on the field right after the game. Ha-Sung, the leadoff home run against Patrick Corbin. What was the biggest key for you in that at-bat? 리드오프 홈런 쳤을 때뭐 가장 좀 중요한 키 포인트가 뭐였는지 그 타석에서 어 그냥 빠른 공 보고 공격적으로 치려고 했던 게어 운이 좋았던 것 같아요. Yeah, I was looking for something hard and then and also trying to stay aggressive and then I was able to get a good pitch and a good result. This offense scores 13 runs after scoring 10 runs the day before. Hassan, what do you feel like this offense did well as a whole, both yesterday and here tonight? Oh, 
남은 경기도 계속 잘해야 될것 같아요. Yeah, our hitters been, you know, doing extra focus on, you know, getting some runs for our pitchers and our team, and then, you know, like we're gonna keep this momentum going on, going forward, and finish the season strong. A lot of success for you in that leadoff spot the last couple of days. You like hitting leadoff? Leadoff에서 좀 좋은 모습 보여주는데 뭐 괜찮아 leadoff. 뭐 팀이 필요한 상황이면은 뭐 어디든 일단 나가서 최선을 다할 생각이라고. Yeah, no matter the order I hit, you know, like if team needs me at the leadoff, you know, I'll just do my do my job and do my best. Well, Ha Sung Kim certainly great out of the leadoff spot today. Leadoff home run really set the tone in this Padres 13-3 win over Washington. A two-run single in the fifth inning yesterday for Kim in that leadoff spot. He had another home run, a couple of walks, and a run scored. Ha Sung Kim, a major key to today's win. And he mentioned the pitching there, the story uh, of today's game. You can't discuss it without the job of Joe Musgrove here today. Seven innings, one earned run given up. Six hits allowed he struck out seven and walked nobody musgrove picks up his sixth win of the season the padres hit patrick corbin they hit the washington bullpen and all in all again 13 runs on 15 hits a lot to do on our post-game coverage we'll have the radio highlights for you a lot of them when we come back we'll also go down to the clubhouse hear from bob melvin and much more to come as the padres again win this series opener 13 to 3 post-game show continues when we come back on the padres radio network Our post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network as the Padres win it 13-3 over the Washington Nationals in the series opener here at Petco Park. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game coverage from inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building. Some people still here finishing up their games of pool, drinking some beers, closing out their tabs. Everybody in a good mood on this Friday evening, and why not? The Padres offense exploding here at Petco Park. 13 runs on 15 hits, and after the Padres scored 10 runs in yesterday's game in San Francisco. Padres have scored 10 or more runs in back-to-back games for the first time this season. So hopefully a very good sign of things to come for this Padres offense. A lot of highlights to play you. Let's get to it with our game highlights. Let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights. Presented by the new El Cajon Ford Commercial Service Center. Servicing all Fords up to F750s and motorhomes. Joe Musgrove began the night with a 1-2-3 inning. We told you in the pregame the Padres had gone 11 consecutive games with getting the leadoff man on in the first inning. Hassan Kim did it yesterday in San Francisco. Well, it was Kim again who led off against Patrick Corbin in the bottom half of the first inning. Here's the 1-1. One one. Kim sends this one in the air to deep center field. Hill twisting and turning. He's at the wall. He leaps. It's going to go. A leadoff home run for Ha-Song Kim. He's homered for a second consecutive day, and the Padres waste no time. Three pitches in, it's one to nothing. It stayed one to nothing for a while. Joe Musgrove retired his first seven batters of the night. He gave up a couple of hits in the third, but left two stranded in scoring position. He worked around a two-out double in the fourth inning, then put together a one-two-three fifth. In the bottom half of the, pit, uh, of the fifth, Padres still leading one nothing. Jake Cronenworth hit a leadoff single. Trent Grisham drew a one-out walk. They advanced to second and third base on a passed ball. Hassan Kim was at the plate. 
Here's the 1-0. Kim swings, lines it into left center field. That's going to get down. That's going to get both runs home. Cronenworth has scored. Trent's right behind him. A two-run single. And it's Hassan Kim three. And the Nationals nothing. At that point, Hassan Kim, the home run in the first inning, the two-run single in the fifth inning. Padres, like Jesse said, had a 3 to nothing lead. But the Padres were far from done. Fernando Tatis Jr. walked. Juan Soto walked to load the bases. Manny Machado then brought in a run with a fielder's choice. It was 4 nothing, San Diego. But there were still two on and two out for Xander Bogarts. Sends one in the air. Deep to left field. Dickerson back. Gonna go! Three-run home run, Xander Bogarts. Much needed for him, much needed for the team, and now 7-0 here in the fifth. Much needed indeed, Xander Bogarts' first home run since May 23rd. Musgrove allowed a run on an RBI single in the top of the sixth inning. That made it 7-1, but the Padres answered in the bottom of the seventh inning against Nationals reliever Chad Cool. Fernando Tatis Jr. singled to start the frame. He went to second on a wild pitch. Juan Soto at the plate. One and one to Soto, now with a man at second base, and Juan lines it sharply into left center, a base hit. Fernando's on his horse, he's rounding third. He's going to come in and score. Soto into second easily, an RBI double. 8-1 Padres in the seventh inning as Soto stings his former team again. Cool got the next two outs, but he then walked Gary Sanchez. Jake Cronenworth was hit by a pitch. Nelson Cruz was next. Here's the 1-1 pitch, and Nelson swings, hits it off the side of the mound, into center field, and a base hit. Soto has scored. Sanchez coming in behind him. He will score. A two-run single, Nelson Cruz, and it's 10-1 pods in the seventh. Was Trent Grisham. Pitch on the way, and that's hit in the air to deep right center field. That's going to find the gap. That is going to bounce over the right center field fence for an RBI double. Cruz has to stop at third. I think he probably would have scored. And uh, Padres get one more on a ball that was hit a really long way out to right center field. So Grisham and RBI double now 11-1 Padres in a seven. At that point, the Padres had scored one in the first inning, six in the fifth inning, four in the seventh inning. Were they done? They were not. Juan Soto, after a Fernando Tatis Jr. double to begin the eighth inning, did this. Here's the pitch. And Juan sends one in the air to very deep right center. Garrett goes back, looks up, gonna go! Soto against his old team, again! And the Padres hit their third home run of the night. A two-run shot for Juan Soto, and it's 13-1 in the eighth. A three-RBI day for Hassan Kim, a three-RBI day for Juan Soto. Same for Xander Bogarts, the Padres' third home run of the game. And the Padres would go on to win this one 13-3. Ray Kerr gave up a couple of runs in the ninth inning, but certainly that was no big deal as, again, the Padres hit three home runs. They scored 13 total on 15 hits. And, again, the Padres have scored 10 or more runs for the first time this year in back-to-back games yesterday in San Francisco and here at Petco Park tonight. Let's go down to the clubhouse here at Petco Park and get some post-game reaction. Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sinley Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sinley Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard, the Cook's Asian resource. Bob, back to back nights. Is this a little bit more of the offense you're anticipating this year? Yeah. Yeah. We 
you know, actually it's been going on for a little bit. We just had a couple games, you know, in San Francisco where we got stung and didn't swing the bat as good as we have here for, for a period of time. But to be able to back up, you know, 10 runs with 13 tonight felt pretty good. Everybody's contributing, which was great, but specifically Hassan came in the leadoff spot to get things going and a big hit to start the fifth. Yeah, I mean, that's what started it all. We've talked about he's kind of an engine for us. So top of the lineup, it's been against lefties. We'll see what we got against the righty tomorrow, but he, uh, you know, you you put him at the top, and now our lineup looks really deep, you know, all the way to the bottom. Grish is swinging the bat really well too. So as it sits here right now, it's it's tough to tough to get a break. It feels like another great outing for Joe. What did you like particularly about his outing tonight? Well, really, you know, he didn't walk anybody. Struck some guys out, which last game I think he might have only struck out one or so. Um, looked like the ball was jumping out of his hand a little better. All his pitches were working and getting early count contact. Give another guy a day off, and he came back and had a pretty good night. Like, what did you see from Xander tonight? When he turns on a ball and he, you know, he drives him to left field, and, and really with the first hit to left field too, um, you know, we I don't think we're, I think we're past hit, knock wood with the wrist thing. Um, but anytime you drive a ball to left field, like we saw him doing earlier in the year, it just feels like he's probably in a better place as far as his mechanics and his balance. What will it take for you to kind of come to a game expecting that stuff like this will happen? Well, I, 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 as this game went on tonight, I, I really felt like we were probably going to score more runs, you know, two, three, four after the at-bats we had in the first inning. So getting six in the fifth was huge, but it felt tonight like we were going to score some runs. It really did. What will, what would it take for Hasung to stay in that leadoff spot, and <laughs> what are kind of the mechanics of that? I don't know. It feels pretty good right now. You said he's the engine. Can you kind of just go into that a little bit deeper? There's just so much enthusiasm in how he plays the game, and it, it rubs off on everybody. And, you know, whether it's running down the line, he you know, he'll take a walk and he'll sprint down the line. You know, everything he does on the field just feels like there's a lot of energy to it. It's just the way he plays. It's contagious, and it's a big part of who we are. You had talked a little bit about wanting to kind of galvanize the home crowd and use it to your effect going forward. A few games now, the last home stand. What's been the difference in terms of using that energy? In your- it just felt great tonight. You know, it's a Friday night. You know it's going to be packed. Uh, we haven't really put on a show like this in a while, you know, with this many runs. So it just felt really good tonight. And, you know, coming off the last home stand that we had, we played pretty well. Um, you know, hopefully we're, we're getting our our legs here and playing a lot better at home. Ball's jumping a little bit more, it seems like, right now at home, too, and that's part of our game. But, you know, these fans deserve a good show. Glad we did it tonight. Hopefully we follow it up tomorrow. Cornerworth okay? Did, where did yeah, I just took him out just because he was actually, it hit him in the elbow but on the pad, and he was feeling it in his fingers. So he, he, he's fine. He wanted to stay in the game. I wanted to get Dixon at a bat. Would you consider Hasung against the righty as well? We'll see tomorrow, considering it right now. And we'll see if Hassan Kim is back in the lineup in that leadoff spot tomorrow. Sam Levitt with you here inside the loft, inside the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from down in the clubhouse after this 13-3 win. I want to talk about a few things that Bob Melvin alluded to there. You heard him talk about Xander Bogarts, and Bogarts 
with the home run here tonight. It was his first home run since May 23rd, only his second since April 29th. So it had been a while, and really, since late April, Bogarts has not had a whole lot of power. So it was great to see what Bogarts did here tonight. And I'll tell you what, you heard Bob Melvin allude to his first at-bat, a fly out to left field. He got a fastball from Patrick Corbin, and he just missed it. And he turned down, uh, turned on it well to left field, but he just missed it. You could see Bogarts was a little bit frustrated. And then the single in the fourth inning and the three-run home run in the fifth inning where he got a changeup on a 1-1 count from Patrick Corbin did not miss it. And those are the types of swings we have not seen in a while uh, from Xander Bogarts. And Bogarts talked after the game yesterday about how an off day can help you reset and uh, talked about, you know, just looking at the game from a different perspective. You know what? An off day certainly looked like here tonight. It helped Xander Bogarts. So uh, a big moment there for Xander and certainly uh, a step in the right direction for him. Joe Musgrove, you heard Bob Melvin talk about Joe. Joe was terrific here tonight. Seven innings, one earned run given up. Struck out seven, six hits allowed. Walked nobody, 90 pitches for Joe Musgrove. We talked in the pregame about Joe really settling into a groove, even as he deals with this bursitis issue in his right elbow, which is something he's dealing with seemingly every day. I mean, you wouldn't know it by the way he's pitching right now. Joe Musgrove, in his last six starts, a total of 36 innings in the third, a 1980 RA. So he hasn't just been good as of late, he's been absolutely great. Again, a 1980 RA in his last six starts. So he picked up right where he's left off, uh, start after start here tonight against this Washington lineup. We talked in the pregame about left-hander Patrick Corbin. Not only about him allowing the most hits in baseball so far this year, but we talked about righties hitting him especially hard. Righties hit him 321 this season coming in with an 855 OPS. And we talked about the Padres have some very powerful righties in their lineup, whether it be Tatis or Machado, Bogarts, Sanchez. And I said it. I said, really no excuse for these guys not to do some damage here tonight against left-hander Patrick Corbin. They did it from the opening at bat. Ha-Sung Kim, the leadoff home run. Later in the game in the fifth inning, Bogarts, the home run, a right-handed batter. So we said it. Corbin, very hittable. Padres hit him. They scored seven runs in five innings against him with a couple of home runs. That is exactly what you wanted to see. And the last two days, look, offensively, you can't ask for more. Ten runs, 13 runs, 11 hits, 15 hits. You hope it continues. Padres, and we've said it time and time again, it's not just about one game, not just about two games. The Padres have to do this. Well, not necessarily this. You don't have to score 13 every night. But they've got to produce offensively, hit with runners in scoring position night after night to really get this thing turned in the right direction. And the runners in scoring position number here today, another good mark. Yesterday, 5 for 10. Here tonight, 6 for 14. Those kinds of things, if they happen, the Padres offense plays really anywhere close to what they did yesterday and here today. I'm very confident in saying this team's going to win a lot of games this summer. And if they do what they did with runners in scoring position, both yesterday and tonight, they're going to win a lot of games. We know that. We all, we've we been saying it for weeks. So a lot of good stuff for the Padres. And I'll finish up on this before we go to break. Another tremendous crowd here at Petco Park. 42,000. 
510, the 29th sellout of the season already here in downtown San Diego here on June 23rd. You heard Bob Melvin talk about it there. Uh, it's no uh, it's no secret to those players that, A, the environment here is incredible, the fans, the support, the crowds, it's everything you could want as a player. And those guys acknowledge to this point in the season uh, they haven't, Played up to the expectations, especially uh, here at home, where it's been uh, tough for the Padres here at home and at times offensively. So uh, for the Padres to go out, put on a show the way they did, a sold-out crowd. It was rocking all night long from the Hassan Kim home run to the Juan Soto home run. Really, really good to see. It's a good ve- uh, feeling to have. So uh, certainly uh, a lot of good stuff for the Padres offensively. And again, on top of that, what you love about yesterday and here tonight, the starting pitching, which continues to be wonderful, especially the last six, seven games. Yesterday it was Blake Snell, six scoreless innings. Joe Musgrove, seven innings, one run given up here tonight. A lot to do on our post-game show. We'll uh, continue to play some highlights throughout the show. We'll also give out many of our nightly awards, full out-of-town scoreboard coming up as well we will start taking your phone calls if you want to get them in what do you think about the Padres right now the last couple of days after three very disappointing days in San Francisco what'd you think about the offense here tonight what'd you think about Joe Musgrove whatever you want to talk about phone number as always 833-288-0973 phone number 833-288-0973 let me know what you think would love to hear from you on this Friday evening. Again, the final Padres 13, Nationals 3. We keep rolling with our post-game coverage from Petco Park on the Padres Radio Network. Sends one in the air. Deep to left field. Dickerson back. Gonna go. Three-run home run, Xander Bogarts. Much needed for him. Much needed for the team, and now 7-0 here in the fifth. Xander Bogarts, the three-run home run in the fifth inning, a big part of this 13-run, 15-hit outburst for the Padres here tonight as they beat the Washington in this series opener, 13-3. Padres again improved to 37-39 and on the year. They win a second consecutive game. A lot of good stuff to talk about in this one as we continue on our post-game coverage here on the Padres Radio Network. Sam Levitt with you inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. The loft has cleared out. Now just me and our uh, great bartenders here inside the loft cleaning up, getting ready to go home. Petco Park is emptied out, but... Uh, you have me here talking about the game for a while still. Uh, we have a lot of phone calls to get to. The phone lines are, are, are lighting up, so we are going to get some of your phone calls here in this segment. 833-288-0973 is always the number to call. Before we talk about Joe Musgrove, and we go back into that for a moment, I want to talk a little bit about Xander Bogarts because Bogarts got the day off yesterday. It wasn't anything due to injury. It was just Bogarts from Bob Melvin getting a day to uh, reset and uh, after some of the struggles in the series in San Francisco uh, Bogarts and and Bob Melvin wanted to to give him a day off and uh, this was in Kevin Acey's newsletter from the San Diego Union Tribune this morning and this is what uh, Xander Bogarts had to say uh, and this is what Kevin wrote first Uh, Kevin wrote so it had reached a point where Bogarts was appreciative of the break Melvin decided to give him Thursday and uh, then Bogarts said quote Sometimes as a player, you just want to go, go, go. Sometimes a day off helps you reset. It helps you look at the game, enjoy the game, 
just have a different view. And you hope the day off helped for Xander Bogarts. It certainly looked that way here today, and I'm sure we'll hear more from uh, Xander later tonight and uh, in the coming days, but had what I thought was a really good sign in the first inning with the ball he hits the left field, single in the fourth inning, good job getting on base, and then the three-run home run on a 1-1 pitch, a changeup from Patrick Corbin that he was ready for, absolutely did not miss, and he crushed it. So that was uh, great to see for Xander Bogarts, and who knows, maybe that off day yesterday in San Francisco was just what Xander Bogarts uh, needed to get going. His eighth home run of the year, and like I said earlier, his first since May 23rd, only Xander Bogart's second home run since April 29th, and Xander's a big part of this offense. The Padres need him to be uh, somewhat close to that Xander Bogarts that was in Boston for all those years. You know he's capable, and hopefully a step in that right direction here tonight. Let's talk about pitching. Tell you about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game. Brought to you by The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. Our ace pitcher of the game here tonight, no doubt, Joe Musgrove. Java Joe was great on this Friday evening here in his hometown. Seven innings, one earned run given up. He allowed six hits, walked nobody, struck out seven, 90 pitches for Joe Musgrove. And like I said earlier, he has really settled into a groove. After such a start and stop early part of the year, the kettlebell incident, and then uh, the setback with the shoulder during the rehab assignment, and then uh, the the, the uh, blisters on the feet from Mexico City from running on the grass and in the uh, heat out there, and now the bursitis in the elbow, which he's pitching through right now. You wouldn't know it by the results. His last six starts, a 1.98 ERA. He has been absolutely terrific as of late. A span of 36-plus innings in those six starts. He struck out 30, walked only six, and he continues to just be really, really good. And again, he's been open about it, that bursitis issue in his elbow, but it's not affecting what he's doing in these games. And we've heard him talk about the preparation and you know some of the things he's uh, doing and they're adjusting to make sure he's ready to go start to start. But he's been wonderful. And again, seven innings, one run given up here tonight. All right, we have a lot of phone calls to get to, and I, uh, I want to squeeze in as many as we can here tonight. So we're going to go to the phones right now. Again, the phone number, if you want to get in line every time we uh, hang up with somebody, a line will open up. Phone number, as always, 833-288-0973. If calling in is not your thing, remember, you can always communicate with me on social media. Tweet at me at 973thefansd or on my Twitter, Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y. L-E-V, or you can DM me on Instagram. Sammy Lev there as well. I may just interact with your tweet or your DM live here on the air. So uh, tweet me, DM me, but now let's go to the phones. Let's go to Jay in El Cajon calling in. Hi, Jay. Welcome to the Post Game Show with Sam Levitt. How are you? Sammy Lev, always a great time. Little Joe with me here today. Great Friday night in San Diego. Starting pitching, Musgrove, always amazing. Uh, seven innings solid. Offense, where has this been? Ten runs yesterday, 13 today. It's looking like what it should look like, to be honest with you. Joe, did you have fun tonight, bud? I had a blast. It was awesome. <laughs> Good to see those leadoff home runs from Hot Sun Cam. That's all i got to say. Sammy left. Have a great night. We love your show, bud. 
All right, Jay, Joe, thank you very much. Good stuff there. And you're right, the offense, the last couple of days, it's exactly what you want to see, no doubt about that. You mentioned the leadoff home run. And not to toot my own horn at all, although I'm going to do a a little toot here. In the What to Watch For segment in the pregame, if you listen, you may have not, you may have, who knows. I told you the Padres have had the leadoff man on entering this game in the first inning in 11 straight games. Ten of those were Fernando, and then yesterday, Ha-Sung Kim. I said that was something to watch for in this game. Could the Padres get the leadoff man on again? Could they score him this time? Because of those 11 times entering today, only four times the Padres got that leadoff man in in the first inning. Well, Ha-Sung Kim did both in the first inning here today. Leadoff home run Padres now in 12 consecutive games have had the leadoff man on in the first inning, whether it be Fernando or Ha-Sung Kim. So, uh, look, Kim set the tone here tonight. Great moment early on, the two-run single for a little while. He was the only one producing uh, runs in this game, had uh, three RBIs. Padres had a 3 nothing lead. So uh, great stuff from Ha-Sung Kim out of the leadoff spot. Again here tonight, and when Bob Melvin was asked if there was a possibility against a righty tomorrow, that you could see Kim in the leadoff spot again. He did not shut it down. So might see him there tomorrow. We'll see. Let's go to Andres calling in from Chula Vista. Hi, Andres. How are you? Hey, Sam. It's a first-time caller here. All right, great. Thanks so much for tuning in, calling in. Really appreciate it. Yeah, I just wanted to uh, make a note. Um, One thing that got me really uh, fired up is uh, I think – the Padres not making any all-stars has actually lit a fire under these guys because they're mm. they're playing different. Yeah, you know what? Hey, if it helps fire them up and inspire them, I'm all for it. And uh, what uh, Andres is referring to there, and Andres appreciate the call, what he's referring to there is that the all-star finalists came out yesterday. The Padres didn't have one finalist. Now, they'll have a couple of all-stars in all likelihood. They have to have one by rule. But they'll probably have a couple, whether it's pitchers, whether it's, you know, who who knows, injuries happen, replacements happen. But in just the formal sense of all-star voting, they have no finalists at any position in the National League, which if you would have said that to somebody at the start of the year, they would have said you're crazy. But for whatever reason, that's the way it went. So you know what, Andres, if that fires them up, gets them going, has them score 13 runs on 15 hits, 10 runs yesterday, Stay mad. That's what I say. Let's go to John, who's calling in from Alpine. Hi, John. Welcome to the Padres postgame show. What's up? Hey, how's it going? How you been? <clears throat> yeah, that, I, was, I just got back from the game, and, and what Melvin was saying about Hoffman Kim being the engine, you know, he's electrifying. Um, everybody's screaming his name. It's awesome. And, and having that home run in, the, in that first inning um, just, I think, you know, was, was awesome got the crowd going, which I think helps the Padres out a lot hearing, you know, Mm. at home, hearing everybody, a sold-out crowd. I think you said it was a 29th game sold out. Mm -hmm. It's uh, hopefully, like they were saying, a light to fire and and really get them going. Yeah, look, you hope so, John. And, you know, I think (laughs) the reality is this, and I'm not, trust me, I'm not trying to pour cold water on this win at all. It was fantastic. Yesterday was fantastic. It is everything you want to see from the Padres, not just offensively, but starting pitching-wise and bullpen-wise, certainly yesterday. I know Ray Kerr had some troubles in the ninth inning today, but it was a 13-1 game, so no big deal there. Um, Look, 
at the end of tonight, they're 37 and 39. The bottom line is Padres have a lot of work to do just to get back to 500, get over, go on the run we've been waiting for, close the gap in the division, the wild card. Two games isn't going to do that, but they play anything like what they did the last two games offensively, just a, a, a fraction of that. Maybe not a fraction, a big fraction, but you, you get my point. They don't have to score 13 runs a night, 10 runs a night, but especially the numbers with runners in scoring position, way more encouraging the last couple of nights. Again, they 6 for 12 with runners in scoring position here tonight. That's more like it. The, the, the ability to produce runs, hitting clutch situations, yeah, home runs, they're great too. Hit them. This, I mean... This team should be able to hit a lot of home runs, and they have this year, and especially against left-handed pitching, should be able to really capitalize. So, look, two games, not going to get them out of the hole they've dug themselves, but a good couple of weeks, it could change the entire nature of this season. And, uh, look, the Padres play really well for a couple of weeks just leading up to the All-Star break. Look at the stretch up to the All-Star break right now. It could totally change how we feel about the pre-All-Star break portion of this season. They've got work to do. they got to do it night in, night out. We've talked about it a lot. But uh, certainly the last couple of days, uh, they've taken a, a real step in that right direction. All right, let's uh, pause for Station ID on the Padres Radio Network. KWFNFM and KWFNH1 San Diego. This is Manny Machado from the San Diego Padres. The Padres lay here, 97-3, the fan. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Sam Levitt with you here in our post-game coverage from inside the loft at the Western Metal Building here at Petco Park. Again, the final score, Padres 13, Nationals 3, as the Padres win this series opener against Washington. Let's uh, get to one more phone call uh, while we have a moment here. Let's go to Mary in Del Mar. Hi, Mary. Hi. So I stopped to see you earlier, and I know it's good luck every time I come to see you. Because we win every time. All right. Well, Mary, thank you for saying hello earlier. I appreciate it. And and look, if uh, if you think it's good luck to come see me before the game here inside the loft, you can't miss me with my banners, my tablecloth are set here in the Western Metal Building. Mary, come say hello anytime if it means a Padres win. All right, uh, that's Mary. But, uh, Mary, thank you very much for coming to say hello. And, uh, yeah, hey, you got a good luck charm. If if the good luck charm is, is uh, you know, if part of that is coming to say hello to me, then, uh, you know, come say hi. I mean, you know me. If you've, if you've come up to the loft, uh, I'm always down to chat. Sometimes during the pregame, you might catch me on the air. Got to wait a couple minutes till uh, we're in a commercial break. But, Mary, appreciate the call. Uh, thank you for saying hello uh, earlier today. Great to see you. All right, so we'll step aside here on the Padres Radio Network. Still a lot to do uh, here on our post-game show. We'll give out some more nightly awards, continue to play some highlights for you. We'll replay my conversation with Hassan Kim in case you missed it at the very start of the post-game show. And take some more of your phone calls, 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. If you want to get involved on social media, you can do that by tweeting at me at SammyLev, S-A-M-M-Y, L-E-V, or Instagram as well, same handle there. Again, the final score, Padres 13, Nationals 3. Postgame show continues when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. Here's the 1-1 pitch, and Nelson swings, hits it off the side of the mound. Into center field and a base hit. Soto has scored. Sanchez coming in behind him. He will score. 
A two-run single, Nelson Cruz, and it's 10-1 pods in the seventh. Nelson Cruz, a two-run double for the Padres in the seventh inning. Two of the 13 runs for the Padres here tonight as the Padres beat the Washington Nationals 13-3. Here on the Padres radio network, 13 runs on 15 hits for San Diego, including three home runs, one by Kim, one by Bogarts, and one by Juan Soto later in the game. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game coverage from inside the lofts here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. Great to have you with us on this Friday evening. Still a lot to do. We will, uh, we will, I'm um, getting all my thoughts in order here. What do we need to do? Full out of town scoreboard. We'll have that coming up. We'll have our player of the game coming up in a little bit. Play of the game and continue to break this one down. We've already uh, done a lot of talking about Xander Bogarts, how important tonight was for him. Joe Musgrove, his brilliance in this game, the impact of Ha Sung Kim in the leadoff spot, but also. Another good development for the Padres. Let's dive into it with our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit SanDiegoFoodBank.org. Our relief pitcher of the game here tonight, Adrian Morahone. Second appearance of the season since getting recalled from AAA El Paso. The injury during spring training, early part of the year, but so far so good. Two scoreless innings, a scoreless eighth inning here tonight. Looked very sharp. He's allowed just one hit, struck out one, walked nobody. And if Adrian Morahone can continue to be effective, we know. With his talent, he could be really, really good out of that Padres bullpen. Could become a very important piece, especially as a lefty. So Adrian Morahone, our relief pitcher of the game here tonight. Ray Kerr came in uh, came in, in the ninth inning and uh, you know, struggled a little bit, but it was a 13-1 game, so that was no big deal. Kerr gave up two runs uh, in that inning, three hits allowed. Walked nobody, struck out 125 pitches. And not only did Adrian Morahone throw a scoreless inning, he only used seven pitches to do it. So, again, for Morahone, uh, we'll see how the results continue to be, but certainly we know he's a very talented pitcher. He's had a lot of injury issues over the last handful of years, but certainly a chance for uh, Morahone to become a very important piece in this bullpen, no doubt about that. Let's tell you now about our player of the game. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. Here's the one and one. Kim sends this one in the air to deep center field. Hill twisting and turning. He's at the wall. He leaps. It's going to go. A leadoff home run for Ha Song Kim. He's homered for a second consecutive day, and the Padres waste no time. Three pitches in, it's one to nothing. Our player of the game, Ha Sung Kim, the leadoff home run in the first inning, the two-run single in the fifth inning at that point. Those were the only three runs the Padres scored in this game. I'll also tell you what, for a little bit there, with the Padres getting the home run early, having some traffic on the bases in the second, in the fourth inning, you got... A little bit of that sinking feeling like, uh uh-oh, is that going to be all the offense here tonight? But then Kim, the two-run single, made you feel a lot better, and that really opened the floodgates. Padres ended up scoring six in that fifth inning, four in the seventh inning, two in the eighth inning. So Hassan Kim, 
Two hits, the home run, three RBIs, two runs scored. Great defense, as always, at second base. He's our player of the game. Really set tone in this one. Could have gone a, a few different ways with this. Certainly Joe Musgrove, a great candidate. Xander Bogart's the three-run home run. But again, Hassan Kim just setting the tone. I mean, the home run early, the two-run single made it 3 nothing. I thought two of the biggest hits in this game here today. If you missed it earlier, I caught up with Hassan Kim and translator Leo Bay on the field right after the game. Hassan, the leadoff home run against Patrick Corbin. What was the biggest key for you in that at bat? Yeah, I was looking for something hard and then you know, trying to stay aggressive and then I was able to get a good pitch and a good result. This offense scores 13 runs after scoring 10 runs the day before. Hassan, what do you feel like this offense did well as a whole, both yesterday and here tonight? Yeah, our hitters been, you know, doing extra focus on, you know, getting some runs for our pitchers and our team, and then, you know, like we're gonna keep this momentum going on, going forward, and finish the season strong. A lot of success for you in that leadoff spot the last couple of days. You like hitting leadoff? Leadoff에서 좀 좋은 모습 보여주는데 뭐 괜찮은 리더. 뭐 팀이 필요한 상황이면은 뭐 어디든 일단 나가서 최선을 다할 생각이라고. Yeah, no matter the order I hit, you know, like if the team needs me at the lead-off, you know, I'll just do my do my job and do my best. Again, that was Hassan Kim along with translator Leo Bay down on the field with me right after the game. And again, when Bob Melvin was asked if uh, Hassan Kim could be lead-off tomorrow, didn't shut it down. And I'll tell you what, you scored 10 runs one day, 13 runs the next day. You've got a guy in the leadoff spot performing well. You've got somebody behind him in Fernando Tatis Jr. We know Fernando is so dangerous in the leadoff spot, but you can make the argument the way Kim's playing, Fernando behind him, the way Soto's sitting, makes a lot of sense right now, lefty or righty on the mound. So we'll see the lineup tomorrow, but uh, tip of the cap to Ha-Sung Kim. He uh, continues to do some really good things. And uh, you look at some of the war numbers, whether it be defensive war, war in general, um he's been really good i'm gonna dive a little bit deeper into that on the other side of this break because i think it's important but it's part the offense for ha sung kim but also the defense as well and he's doing a lot of really good things right now uh before we go to break let's uh, squeeze in one more phone call we go to kathy in la calling in kathy you're on the padres post game show with sam levitt how are you i'm doing really good sammy um I'm trying not to get too excited about these two wins in a row because, mm-hmm. I mean, how many times this year have we gone, okay, this is a, this is it, this is the turn. So I'm just, from now on, I'm just going to try, okay, one day at a time, <laughs> we win tomorrow, great. And it's really hard to do that when they've scored, what, 23 runs in the last two days. Right. But um, it's, it's, it's nice to see that the offense hopefully – is getting going, and like you had said earlier, hopefully that break for Xander, get, giving it, giving him that day off yesterday, is going to help him until he can get his next cortisone shot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had cortisone. I've got bursitis in my left hips or my right hip, so I know all about cortisone shots and how you can't get them too often. So I'm just hoping that hopefully that's helping his wrist out yeah. by by letting him rest. 
Yeah, certainly. And, you know, I, I won't pretend, uh, Kathy, and appreciate the call to, to know the plan for Xander if there will be another cortisone shot at some point this season. You hope the day off helped. It certainly looked that way here today. That was more the Xander Bogarts we saw in April uh, here tonight. So that was a really good sign. I, and you, you sort of echoed what I said earlier, I totally understand after two straight wins and how great the offense has been and how great the wins have been in general, the pitching, the offense, everything, I understand having a, you know, a little bit of tempered enthusiasm, and that's fair. It's a team that is still 37-39, and 39, two games below 500. They have not had a real sustained stretch of winning tore off that that 9 of 10, 11 of 12, seven straight wins, anything like that so far. Two things can be true at once. You can look at these games and say, okay, this is more like it, all of it, the home runs, the runners in scoring position numbers, the starting pitching, the way they've played and looked. But you can also say, okay, you got to keep showing me. And that is what it's about right now for the Padres. Again, getting them out of this hole, getting back to 500, closing the gap in the division, the wild card. This is not a one-night process. It's not a two-night process. This is going to take a few weeks into a couple months. And the Padres, if they want to go where we all think they could and and should go the expectations at the start of the year they need to you don't need to put up 13 runs every night but you do need to play really really good baseball the rest of this season for the most part and the last two have been really good and to me you know i know the nationals have the second worst record in the nl coming in i know patrick corbin gets hit a ton i don't care and i had a tweet earlier i'm not going to read it but i had a tweet earlier uh, with somebody talking about you know, basically saying, uh, uh, you know, this wasn't a really tough test in the Nationals. Well, you can only play who you're playing. And the alternative is not playing very well against the Washington Nationals. So they did that here today. They crushed them. We'll see what they do tomorrow. Uh, this is the type of series you have to win two out of three. You want to sweep. Um, you know, that's no disrespect to the Nationals, but their record is their record. And Patrick Corbin's numbers are his numbers. And he's been hit a lot this year. Um, and righties have hit him well. And the Padres did everything we were looking for. If you heard us earlier in the pregame, the keys to the game, the way righties hit him, the home runs against them, uh, the Padres' home runs against left-handed pitching this year. They did everything you would have wanted to see here tonight. Doesn't cure all the problems of the first half so far in a couple of nights, but it steps in the right direction. And right now, I think the mindset has to be game at a time, and hopefully those games pile up into a really, really good run. All right, we'll step aside here on the Padres Radio Network. Come back, a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard. If you want to get involved on the phones, you can do that, 833-288-0973. The phone number is always. Final score, Padres 13, Nationals 3. Back in a moment on the Padres Radio Network. Juan sends one in the air to very deep right center. Garrett goes back, looks up, gonna go! Soto against his old team, again! And the Padres hit their third home run of the night. A two-run shot for Juan Soto, 13-1 in the eighth. 
Third home run of the Padres evening. That made it a 13-1 game. Padres go on to win this game here tonight. Series opener against Washington. 13-3 for Juan Soto. That was home run number 14. Xander Bogarts, the three-run home run in the fifth inning. Number eight, Hassan Kim, his seventh home run. Uh, the leadoff home run in the first inning here tonight. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game show inside the loft at the Western Metal Building here at Petco Park. Great to have you with us on this Friday evening as the Padres win a second consecutive game. We'll have a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard coming up. Our play of the game, we've uh, played a lot of the highlights for you again. We've played the Hassan Kim uh, interview a couple of times for you. We heard from Bob Melvin. And a reminder, if you miss any of our post-game show. You can listen to all of it every night on the Inside San Diego Baseball podcast feed, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. Again, the Inside San Diego Baseball podcast feed. It's where all our pregame audio is, uh, the one-on-one interviews I do with Padres players, Bob Melvin's pregame media availability, and our full postgame show. So it's a, a great spot to catch up with the radio highlights, what Bob Melvin has to say, and much, much more. Before we continue on, a special shout-out. I had a, a gentleman by the name of Bob Marks come up to me pregame today. Bob was here at the game here tonight. And, Bob, I saw you leaving the loft uh, a little while ago. I hope you're back in the car by now so you can hear this. If not, maybe you'll hear it on the podcast tomorrow. But uh, Bob spent 24 years in the Navy. He is retiring next week and uh, was at the ball game here tonight to celebrate. Bob, congratulations on a wonderful career in the Navy. Hope you had a great time. Again, a special shout-out to Bob Marks on this Friday evening. That's what it's all about, having a great time at the ballpark. Again, the crowd here tonight, 42,000-plus in the building. Already the 29th sellout. A lot of times this year, those sold-out crowds haven't had a whole lot to cheer about. That was not the case here tonight. 13 runs on 15 hits for the Padres. Lead-off home run by Kim. They were in control early on. Joe Musgrove, wonderful in this game. Seven innings, one run given up, six hits allowed. He struck out seven, 90 pitches. Joe was excellent once again, and the Padres win it 13-3. Let's take a look at the home run tally. Which players went deep tonight? This is our MLB Home Run Tally, presented by Mr. Moto Pizza, bringing back the old New York pizzeria experience with fresh, funky, thin crest gourmet pies and the original stuffed knots. With eight locations in San Diego, find your favorite at MrMotoPizza.com. We take a look at some of the players that have gone deep in the major leagues tonight. Ellie Dela Cruz is third home run for the Cincinnati Reds. We're going to talk more about that Reds-Braves game tonight. It was a wild one in Cincinnati with the Reds going for a 12th consecutive win. Other players that hit home runs, we'll roll, uh, roll through, through these uh, pretty quickly here. Brandon Nimmo is eighth home run for the Mets. Vladimir Guerrero, tenth home run for the Blue Jays. Matt Olson, number 22 for Atlanta. Joey Votto had two home runs in that game. Against Atlanta for Cincinnati, Jerkson Profar, his sixth home run for the Rockies. Jose Ramirez, number 12 for Cleveland. Rafael Devers, number 18 for Boston. Willie Adamas, number 12 for Milwaukee. Matt Olson, like I said, he had one, he had two in this game, 23rd of the season for Matt Olson. Austin Riley is 13th for Atlanta. Ronald Acuna Jr. is 16th. Again, that game at Cincinnati. How many home runs in that one? Teoscar Hernandez, 14th home run. Uh, earlier today for Seattle. Shohei Otani went deep. Major League leading 25th home run today. 
in Colorado. Mike Trout, his 16th home run. Both Otani and Trout go deep for the Angels. Mookie Betts hit his 18th home run for L.A. Evan Longoria, his 10th for Arizona. Anthony Santander, his 12th for Baltimore. And Kyle Tucker hit his 10th for the Astros against the Dodgers in L.A. And that's a look at the out-of-town scoreboard, or not the out-of-town scoreboard, the home run tally here tonight. Let's dive deeper into those games now and to what those home runs meant with the out-of-town scoreboard. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the out-of-town scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. Probably the marquee game of the night, the Braves and the Reds going at it in Cincinnati in front of a sold-out crowd in Cincinnati. The Reds were going for a 12th consecutive win. The Braves were going for a 9th consecutive win. Well, the Reds won it 11-10 over the Atlanta Braves. They have now won 12 in a row. The Reds are now 41-35, just the start of the story in this game. Joey Votto had two home runs, like we said. Ellie De La Cruz, who just came up a few weeks ago, hit for the cycle. And the Reds have won 12 in a row. I mean, just magic in Cincinnati right now. They beat the Braves 11-10. Ellie De La Cruz already a cycle in his major league career. And the Reds are red hot. 12 straight wins. The Braves' eight-game win streak comes to an end. Other scores, Rays beat the Royals 11-3, Twins over the Tigers 4-1 in Detroit, Pirates beat the Marlins 3-1 in Miami, Phillies beat the Mets 5-1 in Philadelphia, it was the Mariners beating up on the Orioles 13-1 in Baltimore, Rangers beat the Yankees 4-2 in the Bronx in 10, Adolis Garcia hit a two-run home run in the 10th inning in that game to give the Rangers a 4-2 lead, A's beat the Blue Jays 5-4 in Toronto earlier today, Brewers beat the Guardians 7-1. Red Sox beat the White Sox 3-1 in Chicago. Rockies, the Rockies beat the Angels 7-4 in Colorado. Otani and Trout went back-to-back, but the Angels lost. Seems like that happens a lot, where Otani does something amazing, Trout does something amazing, but the Angels lose. But, hey, Angels are having a much better season this year. Still, 41-36, and 36, but the Rockies beat them 7-4 in Colorado tonight. Dodgers over the Astros, 3-2 in L.A. And the Giants beat the Diamondbacks, 8-5 in San Francisco. So the Padres pick up a game on the D-backs in the NL West. That's good news. We'll update you on the standings here in a second. That's a look at the out-of-town scoreboard here tonight. Quick look at the standings, just so you know where the Padres are. Diamondbacks in the NL West in first place. They're two and a half games in front of San Francisco, who picked up a game here tonight. Padres also pick up a game. They're now eight and a half out. Quick look at the wild card race at the end of tonight's play. Padres will head into tomorrow, five and a half games out in the wild card race. So, uh, well, what did they enter tonight? Were they six games out of a wild card spot or five and a half? What did I write down? earlier tonight five and a half so unfortunately the Padres uh, didn't pick up any ground as far as a uh, final wild card as far as on a wild card team but remember there's a lot of teams involved here Milwaukee Philadelphia Chicago Pittsburgh the Mets even the Cardinals if they go on a run so 
Just keep on winning. Those numbers will take care of themselves. I promise. Padres have won two in a row. Ten runs yesterday, 13 runs here today as they beat the Nationals 13-3. Let's tell you about, play you, our play of the game. What was the crucial play that helped decide the outcome of today's game? This is the play of the game. Presented by Bill Howe Plumbing, Heating and Air, Flood and Restoration. Because we know how. Sends one in the air. Deep to left field. Dickerson back. Gonna go. Three-run home run. Xander Bogarts. Much needed for him. Much needed for the team. And now 7-0 here in the fifth. Xander Bogarts, three-run home run in the fifth inning. Really broke this game open for the Padres. Great moment for Xander Bogarts, and it's our play of the game for a handful of reasons. Again, for Xander, we said it earlier, his first home run since May 23rd, just his second since April 29th. You hope it's a step in the right direction for Xander Bogarts. And with that home run, it made it a 7 nothing game. Padres led 4 nothing at that time, made it 7 nothing. so really broke the game open, kind of put it away. Padres would go on to score six more runs in the game anyway. But the home run for Xander, I thought, really impactful in this game for that reason. And for Xander personally, after the day off yesterday in San Francisco, just a really important moment for him. Hopefully that gets him going. Padres really need Xander Bogarts uh, to be the guy he was uh, at the very start of the year. So the three-run home run by Bogarts, our play of the game here tonight. Taking a look at tomorrow's starting pitching matchup, interesting one. Right-hander Josiah Gray on the mound for the Washington Nationals. Highly touted right-hander for Washington. Right-hander Matt Waldron will make his major league debut tomorrow for the Padres. A knuckleballer also throws a fastball, I believe a slider as well. We'll tell you more about him in the pregame tomorrow. But he will make his major league debut tomorrow. If you missed it earlier, Michael Waka was uh, pushed back a little bit. He'll skip this start due to some fatigue. Bob Melvin talked about it earlier and doesn't sound like the Padres are too concerned about it, but they want to be cautious with it, and uh, they will skip his start tomorrow. Matt Waldron, though, a 26-year-old right-hander, knuckleballer, will make his major league debut. So should be very interesting. Certainly wish uh, Matt Waldron the best. Anytime you have a knuckleballer out there, it is a show. It's something to watch, and uh, hope it's uh, hope it's a good one for Matt Waldron tomorrow. And we found out also Gary Sanchez will catch him tomorrow. That's part of the knuckleball equation as well, especially with a catcher if he's not uh, used to catching a knuckleball or not. Quite frankly, I, I don't totally know the experience for Gary Sanchez behind the plate with catching knuckleballers, but somebody's got to catch him, and uh, uh, it'll be a Waldron on the mound for the Padres tomorrow. 5.40 p.m. first pitch tomorrow. Our Eco Water SoCal Padres pregame show will begin at 4.40. Certainly hope you can join us then. Final totals here tonight for the Padres. 13 runs, 15 hits, no errors. They left on seven. For the Nationals, three runs, 10 hits, no errors. They left on seven as well. Winning pitcher here tonight, Joe Musgrove, who improves to six and two. Losing pitcher, Patrick Corbin, who drops to four and nine. Time of game here tonight. It was a remarkably quick game considering the Padres scored 13 runs Two hours and 29 minutes. Thank you, Pitch Clock. And the crowd, the 29th sellout of the season already here at Petco Park, 42,510. 
As always, if you missed any of our post-game show, you can listen back to it on the Inside San Diego Baseball Podcast, on the Odyssey app, or wherever you find your podcasts. For our great studio coordinator tonight, Nick Tanucci. I'm Sam Levitt saying so long and good night from Petco Park. Again, the final score, the San Diego Padres 13 and the Washington Nationals 3. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the Padres Radio Network.